0: Hey y'all, and welcome back to the rhythm section, brought to you by the minor Founder. I'm your host, Colvin Blair. This week, Kyle and I are joined by special guest Tamir. We get into his favorite Scarborough MCs, his favorite basketball plays, and his 2020 album, Don't Let Your Fear Kill You. We hope you enjoy it. If you like what you hear, remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever we go your podcast. Let's get into the show. So I'm back with my co host the man, the myth, the legend. Cabo dennis kyle how are you doing
1: good i just got some like uh resistance bands to exercise and um i'm like pretty sure i'm gonna like blind myself with them at some point like i'm gonna get super paranoid are they gonna snap are they not gonna snap all this kind of stuff so i mean that's the latest battle uh it's no longer hell's waiting room outside i love that a nice 24 degrees and uh i'm feeling good how about you coburn i'm
0: not doing too bad you know just Getting back to the swing of things, Ontario seems like it's ready to open up again. Things are happening. So I'm I'm not complaining there.
1: I just got my second vax today. I'm gonna have people coughing in my face in like five seconds. I'm gonna be like asking for that shit.
0: I would I would love to get mine. Um hopefully by the next time we do an episode, I will be double vax as well.
1: Well, hopefully my eyelids finally open again. Anyways, continue, sir. So We have a very, very special episode for you today. We are joined
0: by somebody who appeared on both our top 10 records of the year last year. We are joined by none other than Tamir. Tamir, how are you doing
2: today? Hey, man. I'm feeling good. The weather's good. As you said, it's no longer Hell's Waiting Room outside, and that makes me a happy camper. So I'm straight, man. How you guys
1: doing? I'm doing
0: good. I mean, I can't really complain about too much. You know, the summer's about to kick off. The city is looking super, super busy. Everywhere is filled up, rammed up. You know.
2: Yeah, man. I just hope we don't get, you know, the 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 what is it, the tenth wave. I hope we just don't get the tenth wave, man.
1: Seriously, like I'm not one of these guys, but I'm just gonna walk and do whatever the fuck after this. I'm just like, I'm just shrugging my. <laughs> at this point, I can't deal with no more waves.
2: Hey, man, I just need my second shot, and I'm yeah. clear. I'm,
0: I'm ready for another lockdown. I don't know about you guys. You guys sound like you're not ready for it. I I will do whatever needs to be done if we need to go back into lockdown. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm I'm a
0: pro at this point. <laughs> They don't make enough weed for another lockdown. Not the type you're smoking, maybe. Yeah,
2: I don't have enough sanity for another lockdown.
0: But anyways, let's let's get right into it. I, I thank thank you. I want to say thank you, Tamir, uh, for coming through and doing this. This is really great. Um, we've been looking to.
2: Yo, thanks for reaching out, man. Thanks for hollering at me and you know letting me know what y'all is about.
0: Yeah, man, I can't I can't thank you enough. Like we've been looking forward to this. I think since you know a year in pandemic last year when we first heard the tape. You know, so how did how did the tape come, up, come together and like why in the middle of the pandemic, you know, early even in the pandemic? I think you spit some of the first social distance references that I ever heard.
2: <laughs> I think so, too. I think I'm, I'm a I'm going I'm, to I'm take a little uh, take a little trophy for that. Um, but uh, honestly, I it, it was really just seeing how um, all the, the front line workers, they just didn't have a break they didn't have a break. They had to go straight to, they pretty much just had to go right into war. You know, like everybody else had the opportunity to kind of treat this time. as like a, like a reset time, uh, you know, kind of like a vacation of sorts, you know, at least during the first wave. Um, There's like, you want to like, just kind of like in dedication of those who, who don't get the opportunity to take a break right now, you know, let me kind of push my levels. Let me, let me just kind of see what I'm able to do. And I've never, I've never had a, had a body of work before just you know one-off singles joints here and there even a bunch of just individual singles but never kind of packaged together so i just kind of thought to myself was like yo um i want i I want something finished i want to complete something so i just kind of came up with the the idea of like i think i had recently done about the five joints on the project were like the last five songs i had begun writing and i just decided one night i'm like yo those last five songs you started working on, that's a project. And I don't care. <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to go back and forth because sometimes, you know, you just, you get decision fatigue, you got too many options. You got too many songs you're working on and you don't make any decisions. to like what needs to go onto a project. So yeah, man, just kind of decided those are going to be the five joints and, um, you know, grinded away for about a month and a half and was able to yeah do it in about a month and a half. So I was really grateful about
1: that do you think that time allowed you to focus, you know what I mean? Like focus in on what specifically you wanted to do. I find that when you're trying to make decisions with all this stuff going on, the, you get so much in your head, you know, you get in your own head. You know what I mean? Like, like how did the, the, the solitude, so to speak, help you out?
2: Um, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for solitude. I feel like I'm, I'm probably the most optimized, <laughs> like when I am alone, when I just have the time to, you know, dive into my thoughts and, uh, yeah, just kind of go swimming. Um, so that like, that wasn't too new to me. Uh, I think maybe the degree of how much solitude I could get, I think that did change because it kind of seemed like, you know, even if I wanted to go outside, I didn't have that opportunity. So um, I think just having that, that enforced limitation on me um, and trying to treat it in a way of like, Hey, like I don't get a break the way that, you know, my friends who are, who are healthcare workers don't get a break. You know, that just kind of gives me the incentive to, um, to push on and, um, yeah, just kind of crank that out. (laughs) Like, I, I just, I think I just needed the, honestly, let me just rewind that a little bit. Like typically like when, when the world was just kind of open and just going, I, I think just with my energy being spread thin, maybe amongst, you know, maintaining relationships, um, with work, with. Okay, try also you know having to work on music like all these things kind of happening at once for other distractions that may be out there that were taking up taking up my time um i think just like i said it's getting that enforced time to like be alone be in my crib and knowing that hey my passion is music this is what i want to do and now i'm here i'm alone and i'm getting the opportunity to to really zone in and to create one body of work like I've wanted time like this for so long to do something like this. So now I'm blessed with the opportunity. Don't squander it. Please make use of this. And um, yeah, just got to bang that out.
0: So I think you, when you hear this album, like as much as you kind of made it in that time period of, you know, two months or so, this album seems almost like a decade in the making. It seems like a lot went into this, like it's your child in, in many ways, but you come to this project as like a fully fledged MC. So I want to dive into the background. Like what happened? What were the steps it took to get here? You know, is there tracks under a different name somewhere or, you know, how long have you been doing this?
2: Um, I, I, Back in the day, like when I was a kid, I wanted to make music, but honestly just got a kid. You, you, you sometimes, you get intimidated <laughs> like a bunch of life circumstances pop up or, you know, you don't feel like you got this certain type of um, supportive energy riding for you in your corner or, you know, yeah, I guess you just don't have the mental tenacity to like really know like what you're kind of cut out for. So I wanted to do music back in like public school, but um, I think just the sheer vo- volume, just the idea of like how many people, in the world we're trying to do music (laughs) and trying to become like, you know, central figures. Like at that time I was really into like Usher and Michael Jackson. Like, I'm just thinking about, you know, how many people on earth also want to be like Usher and Michael Jackson. I was like, Whoa, that's a, that's a lot. So I kind of, you know, left the dream, but I think like music, music's just, it's a part of who I am, like the creativity, the arts, that's what part, that's, I had left music to do graphic art and just visual arts in general so I I'd, I'd been doing that for like just years on years but um the bug kind of bit me back just before just just by 2012 uh in Scarborough one of my homies Randell, um who's now uh, the poet laureate of of Ontario I think he was just awarded that recently um he had started rise which is uh, reaching intelligent souls everywhere which is just like a like the biggest open mic probably in the city like I don't know if, uh, at least when it was open I know they're doing everything online now but um, they used to just have an open mic at Scarborough Town Center and then that had moved over to um, Tropicana Youth Center and then that moved to Burroughs Hall Center where it's been um, at least just before the quarantine so um, you know just kind of pulling up there and just seeing a bunch of my homies who just had an affinity for words like and I think just knowing inside that hey like I think I can do this too like seeing some of my homies go up and just spit poems and spit raps and it's like yo like I'm really kind of connecting to this and there's so much on my heart, so much on my mind that I want to say, but you know, sometimes you just, you're ultimately just looking for the safe space or just the right space. um, Just the space in general to um, connect with yourself and share those words. 12. um, Yeah. 2012 when Rise had started and I was a part of, I don't know if you guys know about um, Remix Project. Oh yeah. But, um, I would gotten in to do, to do graphic arts cause I wanted to, I wanted to make a clothing line at the time, but about a couple of weeks in, it's my brain. I just, I just wanted to do music. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I just wanted to do music. So I spent most of my time, even at remix when I was supposed to be doing designs, um, you know, God bless Brian Brock, one of the mentors there. He he kind of let me slide and just let me write raps. Like I just we would show up and just write raps every day. You know, I I used to work over by Liberty Village too, and I'd be at work on my lunch break, like sneak in the fridge, just write, just writing, like on the trip to work, on the trip home, at remix, at work. Like I was just writing a lot and um yeah, just I guess kind of studying. Like I I wanted to I think I, I kind of was feeling like I was playing catch up like all the years that I didn't commit to music as a child so it's just like ah yo like I'm really hungry for this now so like anytime I get any space I get like any notepad any piece of paper I can find anything I've got like I'm gonna be writing so it was just like over the last I guess from 2012 up until to now I think maybe like 2015 2016 is when I'm like I, I think I'm gonna take this like seriously seriously um, but uh, yeah it was just like yeah just just years of writing years of getting on stage at rise, practicing, um, sharing pieces in front of an audience. Um, uh, people, I guess would consider them spoken words. I always just considered them like, you know, destructured raps, you know, just raps without a beat. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, just getting the time to practice and practice and, you know, built out a little studio at the crib and, uh, which just yeah, just kind of practice, I guess, trying to own in on little production techniques and little engineering techniques, like, you know, not the best or anything, but just, Just, just working the craft, working the craft, like just day in, day out, like day in, day out, just practice, practice, study, listen to the things that they're bringing to the table and just trying to find ways in which I could, you know, emulate that same, you know, kind of sauce. Um, yeah, so it's, I guess that's a, that's a brief background
1: <laughs> do you think that's an obstruction for a lot of kids getting into hip-hop i guess in music in general just like a lack of a support system and this idea that you know there's other people doing the thing is then because like you said there's an intimidation with you know everyone wants to be michael jackson and stuff like that and it's almost like there's a fear of the numbers but then all of a sudden once you see other people doing it it almost kind of emboldens you
2: yeah, a repeat the original question because i definitely do feel like you know the inspiration side of things like it's it, it, it's it's invigorating to see somebody kind of kick down the door you know for a lot of us in the city it was a drake um but yeah sorry repeat the original question
1: yeah so like do you think that th- not having a community and not having like a space you know a safe space to kind of experiment is like an obstruction for a lot of kids looking to get into hip-hop or looking to get into music
2: yeah i think like honestly if there if if rise didn't exist in scarborough um, and it just being, you know, so easily accessible to, you know, all the kids in Scarborough who've been looking for a place to simply just kind of share their voice. Um, like not saying who knows, maybe there could have been like another collective or another, you know, event that may have popped up, you know, elsewhere as there were, there were some, I think taking place at York university at the time, some in downtown Toronto, like there were people like running a thing, but just for something in Scarborough, a, a stage, a platform to help, you know, the kids there carve out and really, yeah, just really refine their ideas and, you know, come into contact with like a better understanding of like their identity and, you know, what is their relationship to music, what is their relationship to spoken word, what is their relationship to just self-expression in general. You know, like it wasn't like we were per se like getting these opportunities at school. Other I guess like things to focus on or whatever the case may be and cool, like a talent show here and there. That that's cool. But like for the kids that like art is really like their primary like form of communication and and, and language and expression. Um, it was like, it was ultimately just like, like super important to just have ultimately I guess kind of like an arena to go in and sharpen your tools. You know, I imagine maybe back, back, back in the day when like, you know, who knows, like maybe like ancient, you know, Greece and whatever, just those kind of times were like, you know, maybe there was a kid that they had noticed would had like an affinity for like painting. They would just hook you up with a painter immediately. And like, that's what you would do now for the rest of your life. You're just going to go and, I don't know, train under Michelangelo and become the best painter you can be. Um, I Obviously, it's not necessarily the same type of mentorship situation that was popping off in, in in Scarborough or just Toronto in general. But just having the arena that, you know, and Rise going on every single Monday. So like you had every Monday you could practice, you know, and, and show up on Monday, sign up for the open mic and get to do your thing and get to just practice every single week and practice in front of an audience, you know, get review, you know, really kind of test your stuff up against other MCs, other artists and see like, you know, is this really what you're cut out for? If not, you know, what can you, what else can you do? Or, you know, if this is what you want to do. You know, now you're seeing all your weak spots and what you really need to improve on. So I think just really just having the arena there um, helped so much of us. Um, but uh, yeah, had that not been there, I think, and I think for the communities that don't have that, I think you can see the, the, the struggle. Like you can see where they're they're still looking to find legs. They're still looking for ultimately like a sense of community. Like we were lucky to, to kind of create, take part in the creation of that you know having an, a, re, a safe space to, to explore that and co-creating that that was like a really important like run by adults it was run by us <laughs> like it was a bunch of kids you know randell's my age like so you know at the time let's say like i don't know like an 18 19 year old starting this up for a bunch of 18 19 year olds without like you know you know, something you might get like parents or just like older heads that think they know best, but like they just don't know. <laughs> like they just don't know. They're not in the loop like that. And um, I think just not having per se like those ties and letting the kids run it for themselves. I think that was like really impactful and, and like super necessary for us on the come up. So,
0: you know, having participated in Rise and Remix, you know, are we seeing some of the other artists that you have worked with in these programs, you know, reflected on the project? you know, are the producers that are transitioning or are the people, you know, from your Remix class who you see out there and you're still working with to this day?
2: Honestly, um, I think because when I was going into Remix and I wasn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't like officially an artist. I don't think like, I don't think I was like per se, like getting like viewed from even the, the people who were doing music in my round they weren't viewing me as that they were viewing me as a designer. Cause that's just on my, on my ones just kind of practice. Like, I think I knew what I could do or just the potential that I could kind of tap into, but because I didn't get into remix on music, people weren't looking for me like that. They just wanted me to like, I don't know, make their flyers or make their logo or make their album cover or something like that. Um, but, um, from like, just, like, I'm still kinda in I'm still in touch with other cats. I'm still in touch with other cats. Like one of my other homies who was a part of the 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 music side, um, Nate Smith. Um, he's been just he's just been going brazy on the production. Um, he's been like clicked up crazy. I don't know if you guys know about Toby. Uh he just won a Juno. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely for, definitely. I definitely I think, super well. big,
0: yeah. big fans. Was he in your in Remix yeah when Oh, Nate, oh, Nate,
2: Nate, the Nate yeah. was in Nate, yeah, Nate was in my round. Toby, uh, but like even even like clicking up with Toby at Rise actually like a couple years back, like three or four years back, like Toby just started coming from I think Sago or I think Sago yeah, or Brampton, Brampton. one yeah. of those two ends. Yeah, Brampton. Like tracking down from Brampton, or if he was in the city, then you know tracking down from downtown Toronto and like coming to Rise and like performing and like just kind of you know building relations like that. Um, but like it's yeah, like the. There's a couple of other cats that, like you know, that I'm so cool with. I'm so cool with. We haven't like been too heavy in the studio because I really have just kind of been like on my ones, owning in on my craft. Like even alone, just in my little home studio, uh, it's not something I'm looking forward to to, to doing much longer. I really want to kind of get out there and you know foster you know relationships and practice teamwork and you know just yeah feature man like cook up shit with other people like that's what it's about at the end of the day. So. Like, yeah, I still got a couple of those relationships, you know, phone numbers and just, yeah, just good vibes with people. Um, Another girl named Faiza. Oh, Faiza's great. I love her. Uh, She's great. Yeah. Of course, we're, oh, we're, yeah, we're, man. Faiza, Faiza's wavy as hell, man. She just, she just did some, you know, incredible work on a, on Junior T's project. Um, Yeah, man, just, there, there, there's good relations. There's good ties with just, like, really dope creative cats. Um, Even another one of my homies, he wasn't even in Remix like that, but he was always at Remix, uh, Chris Costello. Uh, he just had, he's in the video with DJ yeah, SB on, and her single that just guy's rap. Album. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, like he was, he was around, he was just popping in like all the time too, even though he wasn't a part of it, but like, yeah, man, it was just, yeah. Fun time, good time, unique times. And uh, just grateful to still you know be able to have those relationships now.
0: So when I hear you say like, you know, you're on your ones and you're doing things alone a lot, um, I hear that sometimes reflected in your music because you mentioned ISO plays a lot. How come that's your
2: favorite basketball? Player? <laughs> um, you're catching me off guard here. I don't even think that's per se my favorite. To be honest, I think now I'm thinking about it. I think so much. Some of the most like memorable sports plays in basketball are ISO plays, and I think I just I. In correlation to like my history and the way I've gone about things, there's, I, I've just come from a past of so much, honestly, like not really knowing how to do teamwork. <laughs> like so much of it has been, I, I can't even front, like selfish, you know, like think, like just not really having the, the skill set to, to trust a team, to really foster a relationship and build a team and and do all that stuff. A lot of that stuff has really just kind of been me, I think, in my head thinking that, hey, like, I also come from a past from, like, you know, nobody else is going to do it for me. Like, I got to do it for myself. You know, like, there's certain things I just, you know, I got to, yeah. So I think, like, that play probably circles in my mind because I have spent uh, considerably a lot of time doing so much on my own not necessary, not only because like you know I'm the only one that's able to do it but also because of my lack of skill in regards to just like fostering relationships and learning how to truly work as a team because you know I-, I just you know I can be very impatient <laughs> I can be like hey I want it done my way and sometimes there's a part in my head that's like I like to communicate this like why waste my time communicating it when like I already do the graphic art so I can just make the album myself like you know, why waste my time communicating with an engineer when I could just try to mix it myself? <laughs> like, why get the beat when I could just sit down and make the beat myself? But it's like, I don't want to just live a life where everything's alone. But like, that's a lot of my history. So I think me and my raps, I'm kind of navigating through the fact that I, I, I have done all of that.
0: So you're saying you don't want to become J. Cole and do <laughs> all
2: shit with no features. Yo, God bless him. Cause he, I I I don't. As for as much, I do know that, like, there's a certain element of my story that, like, I do have to communicate it alone. Like, I do recognize that, but, like, I don't want my entire, for, you know, God willing, I have, you know, an opportunity to be here for a good amount of time. I don't want like, every project y'all hear from me to be like, yo, he's killing it on his ones, but, like, no feature, bro? Like, you, don't even, like, you know who else could have been on this beat or, you know, who else could have, I could have imagined this person on this song, like, I don't want people to have to even think that like I want to be able like I've had such big dreams and such big ideas like uh, yo like you know vocally I want to integrate somebody like this here I want to like do some layering like this with this person here like and I've heard some incredible shit like even listening to um, you know Terrell's project Terrell Morris's project and just seeing how like he danced with with Adria on the joint and just just hearing her vocal just kind of float through on the joint I was like yo like this is fucking wavy <laughs> like I want things like that to not just for me as a fan of music, but even for the listener, it's such a fun thing to not per se know when a person's going to come in or how they're going to surprise you on the track. And then they do. And it's like, Oh fuck, like shit, this is amazing. Um, So yeah, like that's kind of where my head's at just in terms of, you know, wanting to collab and all that jazz.
1: It's definitely a skill though, like trying to work with other people, because I think like the idea uh, at the end of the day is trust because it's like, you know because like you can trust you especially you know if you're you know working for your you know working by yourself and you know working with a team is a skill like when you're because there's i mean people get into Tour mentalities right and there is a comfort in that in that you know the accountability only comes from one person
2: yeah yeah and i've definitely i've been an addict to that but i also can see just in other areas of my life where like that's that's been a shortcoming of mine. That's been a real like downfall of mine and cool. I, I am extremely grateful. I was able to, you know, kind of pour in and Hey, I, I didn't even contribute to every single thing. I had other producers, you know, on that project. I had a little, um, I guess kind of guest feature from one of my home girls, Um, just, you know, adding some additional vocals, just, just a different texture to, to one of the joints I got on there. Um, so just, yeah, I'm, I, I am glad that I, I I was not the sole person behind every single literal thing, but like 90% of that project is is me. And for as much as I'm grateful that cool, like I was able to do this on my ones. I do know just from here on out, like I'm not looking to, to do it all alone. It's just, yeah, it ain't no fun if the homies can't get some.
0: <laughs> so it's a game seven, you're down two points and there is 40 <laughs> seconds left on the clock what five players are you putting in an ISO play in that position?
2: Who am I putting in the, in, in the last 20 of, years of, of like
0: of current in the last 20 year players? So these can be some, some from your childhood, but since 2001.
2: Okay. Um, I'll do since 2000, 2001, and one. Twenty years ago, um, man. Yeah. Shit. Holy shit. You're right. I'm here thinking, I'm like, yeah, 90 this, 90 that. No, nah, I'm just an old nigga. Um, Iverson, um, honestly probably like an older Carmelo Carmelo can still do his thing though that boy can still dance um Kobe Kobe Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. um I, honestly just some people might disagree I gotta say vince uh and
1: is he is he gonna be saying his ankles busted Vince Carter? Hey, hey
2: man hey man i'm 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 an. I'm an <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey hey i ain't even throwing no shade he's forgiven uh-huh. in my books <laughs> i'm a vince apologist. he never did
0: anything wrong in my eyes
2: <sighs> i
0: don't think he yeah. did it yeah it's, except for his yeah. graduation because fuck
2: that <laughs> Ex- except except yeah. for that except for that um who else would i who else would i throw in there i'm trying to honestly i'm trying to be rap mad creative i'm trying to throw in like somebody and be like mmm, really doug christie no um raptors legend yeah uh oliver miller <laughs> um give me one one more guy one more guy
1: iverson's obviously stepping over tyron luke
2: <laughs> you know gave birth to that man's whole career um i
1: fucking watch it sometimes when i'm, when I'm sad <laughs> i'm just I, honestly man I i'd I, I say
2: bron i'll say Bron. no kawaii
0: interesting very interesting choice but
2: uh, you want to know what you want to know what ah you said five. Hey, five you said five you did say five now, who was the second person mellow. i said
0: but i can't i don't I know i said, said, Melo, old I'm just, Melo. Sorry. said young Melo. i gotta take
2: mellow out I've got to take Melo out, man. I, I'll put Kawhi in there instead. I will take Melo out and put Kawhi. Yeah,
0: I'll leave it there. I, that's that's a good five for me. That's you know, three legends on it, and then you know, bronze on there too. It's it's a good list.
2: Yeah, man. What about you guys, man? Who who, who are your top five? Ooh,
1: KD, KD, okay, Kawhi, Braun do i got the chris paul
2: you say george paul chris paul oh well i just heard paul and i i started stuttering.
1: <laughs> um and then probably i don't know man it's so hard because it's like you're trying to like cycle between like am i going to put in a like a guy who's specifically good at one thing uh is he going or am i just doing the one st- steph curry there
0: i like that i like that um i really like
1: i like, like tamir's
0: list i want ai on mine i want Kawhi on mine I'm, i want curry on mine and i want braun and i kind of want dame so i think that's what i'm gonna do
2: Dame,
1: Dame. Like, as long as it's
0: not like a second round game like i think he's gonna he's gonna knock that shot at <laughs> yeah
1: it's gotta be a fir- it's gotta be a first round game dame is also just like he's just a chip on his shoulder and he he's like when the camera cuts to him after he does something like super gangster you're just like All right, he's amazing. Like, look at this guy. He's like, fuck, I I love to get hyped
0: on Dame, you know, just at the end of the season, just going to the playoffs. But he needs to leave Portland, I think, in in my eyes, because I don't see him winning anything there.
2: Yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough. Now I just need to see my boy, Norman start storming totally man dope. I need to see him do something over there if he becomes the new head guy over there I won't be I'm mad I'm not mad at that either. I just need to see him deliver no
1: we got a chip we can't be mad like yeah I'm, I'm like, not mad like, at all I, that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah no totally anybody like anybody who's given the I'm like whatever He he, he's a soldier he put in his service Uh, you know we got a chip I'm a fucking Leafs fan as well and we got shit from them so every time I look at the Raptors I'm like well, they can do no fucking wrong to me I'm just like I don't know <laughs> good on Norm good
0: so how come we didn't see any Raptors Championship bars on this album?
2: Oh, I I, I had put out a Raptors Championship song. I, yes, that was on <laughs> so, it was on
0: Spotify or sorry, SoundCloud.
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's on SoundCloud. I think like I just I think I just got it out there. Yeah, I think it was just like I guess in my head it was just like, you know, I, I don't think I need to to do any more with this. Like I said what I needed to say. <laughs> I, was, I said exactly what I need to say. And to be honest, I don't think that, wise Aside from Carlos and sugar, I I don't, I don't know if I had much like celebratory vibes kind of like, you know, that, that wasn't really where my head was at. I think I just had a lot more reflection, darker things I wanted to kind of confront on, on that project. And yeah, I guess I saved a little, you know, Candle on the cupcake for for Carlos Sugar, just with a more like you know upbeat joint. But um, yeah, no, like I had I had I got I got the uh world I think it's world, is it World Champion Sound? I'm blanking on the title of the song, but I think it's called World yeah, Champion I believe, Sound. I believe
0: that's what it's called. And I think that that kind of leads me into an interesting point too. Um, also to refer to like the, the your tape in full, like we get a lot of references for Toronto on this project, and I think you know for me as a Toronto rap fan, I'm not seeing people reference Toronto in these nuanced ways like you do throughout this project. Like you have Rob Ford references. You're talking about real <laughs> freaks, you know, OTA live. You're talking about sugar and Carlos uh, like channel 25 legends. Yeah.
2: You know, and what it. does that mean for you? you? Know it. Like,
0: you know, growing up in Toronto and putting that into your work and, and, you know, referencing these things and talking about the city in a way that's memorable and a a way that carries forward. And why do you think we're not seeing that from a lot of, you know, MCs today?
2: I, I guess, I guess it also depends on like, you know, like where you're listening. Like I'm sure there's going to be like tons of, like tons of rappers out there. Um, And I'm not like, I'm not even mainstream. I'm still such an underground cat. Um, But I'm guessing like, if I don't know, maybe from like a marketing standpoint, if that's what they're trying to consider, like, does it help them to talk about like super specific, specific Toronto thing with like a, I don't know, a, even an American, you know, population? Maybe not, but I guess it also depends on like, like what do you care about? I don't, I, not just what do you care about, but I think for me, like, I need that stuff in my music. I I'm yeah. such a fan of those little you know tidbits that 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 were a part of me growing up like to be honest it doesn't i don't even think about not putting them in my songs it's like and i think when i think about the city and i think about like my people and like what not necessarily what they want to hear but like i i'd like leaving those little nuggets for a specific audience like If you're from Toronto, you get the reference. If you're from Scarborough, you get the reference. If you're from like the reference, and that's kind of like our, our little secret, you know, like that's our little, little thing. Not everybody's going to get that reference and that's cool. Maybe somebody goes and annotates my genius or some shit and, you know, people in other places get to understand it, but like reading about it and hearing about it is one thing, but like living it and living it with me, and me living it with you, like, that's also a really kind of special, I think, gesture. And that's something that I like to, I like to highlight. I like to pay, you know, homage to the things that, that have raised me that, you know, are so instrumental to my childhood, to my teenage years, to my young adult years, to my current years, like all those things, like Sugar and Carlos, that was my after school shit. Like it is like, you know, for real freaks flow 95, like that would that, those were like the first shows really putting me onto hip hop and Canadian hip hop at that. Like I didn't, I wasn't really too big on hip hop prior. I was like more of an R&B head, but um, yeah, like just like, and not everybody was awake at 11 PM. <laughs> like not everyone was up listening to flow those times at night, like, you know, to, to get those little gems, even to, you know, like, 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 I don't, yeah, like just everybody doesn't get it. And I think it's important at least just for my music. And I also like it when other artists say some shit that I have no clue what they're talking about and it makes me have to go and dig a little deeper. I'm, I'm, I have to now kind of dive a little bit more into your world and get an honest, what exactly is this reference? You know, maybe Cole has some, you know, Carolina references that I have no clue about because I'm not from there for as much as I wanted to go to UNC because of Jordan and Carter.
0: <laughs> I think that's. I think those, those little tidbits right. are, are important though because I think that's like world building and that tells you, you know i i feel like I, after listening sure. to this album i get a sense of who you are and like you know when i finished listening to this album for the first time probably like last june i was like man this feels like someone that i grew up with that you know gets the
2: references mm-hmm. that i
0: make with my friends um and that
2: that's way i didn't i never even thought about that but i, I i'm so grateful to hear that
1: i think that, that that's important cuz it bleached. because it creates a, yeah so go ahead community it creates it, it creates you know a sense of community with it too and like even like and it also i mean there's some like especially like for example you make the cambodian breast milk reference you know what i mean then like <laughs> all dave, like you know what i mean like how many how many yeah. fucking people grew up you know watching dave chapelle and it's like you create these little easter eggs i think that's what's kind of amazing about hip-hop that's not really present in any other kind of musical form is like i'm not going through led zeppelin lyrics to like see what they're saying about fucking like so yeah good, you know what i mean it's like it's, it's like it's rap is really fucking cool, but at the same time, really fucking nerdy. And I just like kind of enjoy that.
2: Yeah. Like that's those are the things that, you know, I I love, man. I love. And I think it's I I, I as a fan of music myself, like for something that I'm not personally hearing, like I'm not hearing some of the people that, you know, I listen to drop, you know, extremely I don't know, just very specified Toronto bars all the time. Like sometimes, but I'm like, I think just for me, like if I was listening to music, I would want to hear somebody say some shit. Like I want to hear somebody talk about YTV. (laughs) Like, like, yo, I I grew up watching that shit all the damn time. And like watching that, like, who knows? Next project, I'm probably going to have a family channel bar. I'm probably going to have a, I don't know, like, a 106 and Park Bar, you know, but we had a limitation on our BET. We didn't get everything that the Americans got. Like, I'm probably going to have like some of those little rough or much more music, you know, something to point out on that. There's just things that are like, I don't know, just us. Things that are us. Like, I really, those are the things I connect with. And, you know, at the end of the day, these are some things that I'm hearing from you. Like, these are the things that so many of us connect with. And, you know, it's an honor to be able to find ways to, you know, chop up bars and create schemes to, to integrate, you know, those concepts. So when
0: I think like you just mentioned much more music and one bar that I really loved on Sugar and Carlos is that uh, Much Music, Rap City, which you parlay into the camera on in, in the same, you know, in Rap City, but the BT version. And today yeah. we, we yeah. just got like that announcement about Much Music coming back, you know, through the
2: TikTok partnership. What is that? I did not know this. Wait, what? I did not. What? Put to repeat. <laughs> I did not know this. What did you just say? <laughs> what? So
0: today, there's an announcement from Bell Media, um, in partnership with TikTok Canada. They are going to be relaunching Much Music. Um, we don't quite know what it looks like from from the article okay. they're mentioning, like using some TikTok creators as like VJs and hosts. But they will be back, bringing back video on trial and two other programs
2: on it. Man, that was such a necessary show. (laughs) Um, That's wavy. That's wavy. I know they had recently... I don't know if T-Rex... I don't know if T-Rex is still hosting it. I don't know if that was just like a short stint. I remember they had like much... I think much rap city or much yeah. hip hop. I don't even remember yeah, what the they, show is. They was. brought, they brought was rap called.
0: city back in 2010 to 2012. I believe was the last year. Damn,
2: that was a long time ago. Now I'm thinking about it. Drake was definitely wearing the OG OVO jacket. So yeah, you're right. I I don't get in my head. I don't know why I was thinking about another time. I think it was. I thought it was more recent than that. But is, I that, guess, is that how you, yeah, you that, mark yours
0: by uh, how many flags he's added to the OVO uh, roots jacket? That comes out anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a designer, man. Like I wanted to make a clothing brand first, so I, I, I'm remembering little key clothing pieces. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, he did have he did have the black jacket. He had the black. I, I think that
0: that bleeds through too, because you know, even on still to stay on Sugar and Carlos, you mentioned you know uh, SP Badu. You're talking about Pierre Moss. I think you have a you know. You have the Louis Vuitton. You have some other, you know, fashion references in there to let people yeah. know your taste levels and everything like that, which I think is really cool. And do you think, <laughs> like, you will be designing your own merch when it comes time to it, or?
2: Yeah, like, I've had little stints. Like, I've had, like, little drops for, like, little pieces. I just, like, teas I've designed or, yeah, like, the little things I've Like, last year or two, that's a, that's a whole last. Like, I think two or three years ago, I had, like, a little um, social media, a little viral moment. Where I created a character and I paired some 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 gear. I was releasing a single and I kind of I made some some rag Daddy merch. It was a vote for Do-Rag Daddy and I kind of paired it with the Canadian election campaign. Um, so yeah, like I've, I've I've had some stints where I've, like I've I've made some gear and, and stuff before. So I'm not like not foreign to it. I still got like you know, the, the contact for like the screen printers and, you know, where to get that stuff done and all that jazz. And I got some, I got some incredible homies that that whip up some, some crazy, just crazy stuff. So yeah, I, that, that's my hope. Like after this rap stuff, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get on my Easy, trying to get on my Pharrell shit, <laughs> trying to get on my Tyler shit, man. But, um, you know, yeah, man, time will tell. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe this life, maybe next one, who knows. But uh, yeah, I, def- I definitely, definitely, I want to, I want to make some stuff. I definitely want to make some stuff.
0: So being from Scarborough, you know, Scarborough natives, they say can be somewhat boasty. Uh, they can, you know, have to remember, or remind you all the time that they are indeed from Scarborough and from the other side of Victoria Park. Um, I just want to ask, like, who are your favorite Scarborough MCs, you know, growing up listening to OTA Live and The Real Freak Show? And, you know, obviously you had an interest in Canadian rap when you, you know, got over your let it burn phase. But who, who influenced you and who's on your top five Scarborough MCs list?
2: Jeez. My top five Scarborough MCs list. Um by proxy, I'm putting Drake in there because
0: I want to claim him.
1: I'm lo- I'm, lo- I'm lo- letting you know that from Rep. I didn't realize Forrest Hill was in Scarborough. Hey, I'm just letting you know. He spent a lot. He spent a lot of time he over spent, there. Spent a, so he, because he, he spent claims lot, you guys, he spent but... a lot of time in Scarborough. Yeah.
2: He's <laughs> a West End MC man. He got a lot. No, he's, he's he's a West, he's a West End man. Um, Scarborough Cardi. Oh no, you can't claim Cardi. Cardi. Too. No, Cardi, Cardi
1: Cardi's 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 Hold on a second. Where are we saying Cardinal? Okay. What? He,
0: he yeah. claims VO. He lived in, in Flemington Park. Flemington Park's like the closest. He has some Scarborough roots. I'll, we will ask him next hey, time. Man.
1: Like he lived there or he was born? He or was like he born, born in, Scarborough. in
0: Scarborough, but he grew up in, in Vaughn Road.
1: He's born in Scarborough, man. You can claim him. Uh, all right. All right. All right. I'll give you Cardi then. Like where
2: the, okay. hmm. All right, man. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take Cardi. Um, let's see
1: too much West End love, man. You know, that, you know rappers. the new, you know the new Drake venue isn't in the West End, right? I do know that. Beaches, I, I, I will, I will be <laughs> asking
0: Tamir about that very soon. <laughs> I think who, who was
2: Is Daytona? Daytona from, Scarborough?
0: Tona's from Scarborough. CLE stand up. Tony's from, from Scarborough.
2: Tony's from Scarborough. You already know Tona. Tona. Um, we doing OGs, correct? Like Scarborough, okay. Yeah. Um. Man, I have, uh, but uh, like I used, to, like I used to really fuck with Lou, Lou Breeze. Is
0: nice. Orton Park. Let's
2: That's go. A good one. Yeah, I used to. I used What's that I'm I'm blanking, on, want, the I'm blanking he, on the song. I'm blanking on the song. But it was a, he's a riding
0: with the cars, interweaving in, in Orton Park. That was always my favorite one from Rap Sheet. D. Nah, I'm
2: trying to remember which one it was. I remember he was like, I think it's just Downtown Toronto. I think it's just like a, a solo dolo yeah. kind of video. Um, yeah, if I, once I, if I get a glimpse of the name, I'll be like, oh yeah, that's one. That's one. Um, who else from Scarbro? Uh,
0: You've listed zero Malvin rappers, just to let you know.
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I ha- I have a couple floating in my mind. I'm just like favorite. I'm like, hmm, I like them. I like some. I'm like my favorite. I don't know if my favorites are from Vern. But uh, you want to know what man? I will. Th- I- i throw throwing some OGC jewels.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Um, that's a that's 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 a that's a yeah. Vern rap yeah. for you. Um, uh, honestly, these are some newer school cats, but YHW they're from Vern too. Like they they've got some they've got some bumpers. I, I don't know if they're still like doing things as a crew anymore, but you know, earlier like 2012 times, like they they had some slappers. Okay, so i am i am a I'm a I'm going I'm to I'm say that. I'm going to say that, that, that
1: for that's now. That's a robust list. That's a robust list. I fuck with it. Coburn, is there anywhere else in uh, Scarborough you'd like to push him into suggesting rappers
0: from? Uh, well, we didn't get into G-Way at all. Um, has
2: oh, yeah, been, no been left out. Oh, we um, didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it. Oh, man, there's so much artists, man. There's so many, M&E, man. There's so many artists,
1: man. Um, Where's Tona
0: from? Tona's from CLE. Victor. Okay. Fick, Park, and Finch. Oh, Stretch yo, Diesel. Is Sha- it's from Scarborough? from indeed from Scarborough.
2: Charclere's in Scarborough, too. Char-Claire from Scarborough. Yo, my- I'm sleeping, man. Yo, Socrates. Bro, yo, like, I'm sleeping, yo. Yeah. Socrates. Yeah,
0: I, is Chaos I, from Chaos Scarborough? Chaos is from Whitby, but I'll, I'll allow him. You claim him, but, you know, Socrates should have been first, first no, on no, your no. list. If he, if he,
2: yeah, no, Socrates should have been first on my list. And I, I think I'm a, I'm a... Marvel from Marvel. I know this is bad. This this ain't even rapping, but I'm I'm throwing in Glen Lewis. I'm throwing in me some Glen Lewis.
1: No, that's a good one. Is he one. from Scarborough? Is Glen Lewis from, from Scarborough? I don't know. I I'm just i, don't I know. I'm I'm just, I'm just sharing oh, some Toronto love, this, right? I'm looking this up. That's a good. Tr- I think he's from the West End. We can't even trust you anymore, Cobra. <laughs> y'all y'all killing me. Cause you're like, yo, he's from the West End.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure he went to Eastern. I, uh, I don't know. It's it's
1: debatable, guys. Guys from Nova, Guys from Nova Hey man, I could be. West I could be.
2: End. I could be wrong. You, I can be wrong. My memory is is off a lot of times.
1: So, I think to 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 jump in
0: some other stuff like, you know, did you you've heard about this Drake venue that Kyle briefly
2: alluded to? I I have not. You're, I have not when you when you guys on, made on mention. The news, I'm, eh? I'm I'm behind on the news. I'm I'm to be honest, my brain I'm I'm just working on my <laughs> I I saw on my project right now, man. I I don't know what's going on out there, bro.
0: I get it. I get that. I feel that. So, when 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 are we gonna see some new music for you? Do you have stuff coming this year? Are you gonna do another full length or yeah, singles? um i
2: i'm I'm talking to some like you know somebody likes me enough to to wanna you know kind of take their hand with uh playing around with management right now it's it's not per se official official but uh just there's somebody else on board to help me you know with the with the rollout of of what I'm working on next um and as far as the plans are going for now. Um, going to be uh, going to be rolling out a couple singles and uh, excuse me more in in the midst of me working on a uh, working on another project as well, but a couple singles to to, to roll out and um and a project to to be delivered after.
0: Is there anyone you're looking forward to you know making music with locally, internationally?
2: Maybe like are there scenes
0: you want to tap into, countries, cities?
2: Um, honestly, like I'm a. I love the vibes. Like I, I, I you know, you could, you could, you could probably play, um, like and most types of sounds and I'll, I'll catch a vibe to it and, and, and want to create and write something to it. Um, but just, like just as far as Scarborough goes, I know like even just a lot of my people, a lot of my people, a lot of cats that, you know, grew up with, you know, at rise that are still doing their thing musically. Um, I'd love to, you know, cook up some box with them. Like, like my homie stretch. um, my homies, the white stuff that I did mention from Vern. Um, on, who else Like, man, Toby, I'd love to cook some shit with Toby. Uh, I just, honestly, man, like, I just want, I just want to, I just want to, uh, there's so many artists, man. There's so many goddamn artists. There's so many. Like even all yeah, just, I think there's a, a lot of my homies that like I, I've been mad tight with, but like we don't have any official, like even Costello. Like I had some songs with him back in the day, but I'd love for him on like one of my records and for us to like do do something. Um, Nate, for as long as I've known Nate and as many times as I've gotten in the studio with Nate, like we've never banged out, we've never released one of our joints. So I would like you know something something with him. Um... Yeah, honestly, but there's there's so many, man. Moelle, oh, um uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kev, Kevin A. Yeah, Kevin A's from Scarborough too. Um ke- killer stuff, man. Killer stuff. I don't think it's Alubero. I'll send y'all a yeah. link. Um he, he 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 was actually he's one of the guys that interviewed me on the uh the Lost in Talks okay. podcast. And he makes music um, too. Yeah, yeah. But the oh, old killer, killer music, man, killer. Um yeah, man. So I, I wanna get some stuff cooked in with him. Um Faser, I wanna get like honestly, man. I'm just I'm just down, man. Junior T, like I'd love to cook some stuff with Junior. I'd love to cook some stuff with goddamn um why am I blanking on his name, man? Why am I blanking on his name? Because he's got some killer shit too. Um B child. I want I would love to ride some beach out.
0: I, I would love um, to hear you and uh Claremont back to back on something, trading versus Oh my god,
2: Claremont man. I wanna cook shit with him, man. Even uh uh his homie, um my black and name, the cereal box, cereal box,
1: uh Hezzy.
2: Like I, I like this like there's so much there's so much talent out here, man. There's so much yo I, Bro, I would fucking get on a joint with Pressa. I would get so. uh, anybody, man. <laughs> I would. I, I there's, there's some. There's some. There's gr- some. There's some great. I don't know. I like. There's so many different vibes in the city that like I'm a. I'm a fan of man. Chev. Chev, man. Chev got some killer stuff out of Brampton. Um, damn, man. There's just there's just there's just, b- there's just bops all around, guys. There's bops everywhere, and I I want to partake in them. <laughs> I want to partake in the boppery. So
0: how do how do you find Balancing yeah, being an artist in this like social media upkeep world and TikToks and man, Instagrams and everything. I hate
2: it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. But like, I I do understand. Like, you know, it's necessity. Um, I think before I was really like wanting to be bougie with it. I think like, ah, oh, yeah, I just want to do my thing. I just want to be in the studio. I just want to like, you know, do that. Um, but I but I get it, man. I'm not Kendrick. I'm not. I'm, I'm nobody. Like I I can't be Beyonce yet. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody knows who the hell I am. I still got to come to and and share some stuff here and there. Although, you know, right now I am offline, just working on the project. And, um, I got got really sick before. So that's kind of really what took me ahead of the, the social media hiatus, but, um, or put me into a social media hiatus. But, uh, yeah, like I'm, I think sometimes there's just a lot of, just from my outside perspective look, sometimes it just looks like it's like it's you're you're always performing and i'm like i like i'm 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 a human being man. like i don't i don't i i don't i don't want to be on social media all the time, but I also understand like you know being an artist you now kind of you're not your social media isn't simply just a i don't know just a regular place for you to just you know, chill out. Like now you have to, you you need deliverables and, and things you need to constantly be on top of and constantly showing face and constantly updating people in order to to keep listeners and fans engaged, especially in this time of day where like, you know, like you, you go quiet for, you go quiet for a week, you're, you're forgotten about. <laughs> like there's, there's always another thing. There's always something going, like un- unless you really laid out like a solid foundation, like let's say, about like a social media entertainer um, just rain, like just rain. He, like he, he's, he's disappeared for quite some time. But I think like the the kind of the foundation he laid down. There's still people that are going to be checking for him if he was to ever choose to return to social media and do his thing. And um, I think that's cool. But I think sometimes, just for me personally, it can be like just just really taxing. I'm like, I, I just want to chill, guys. I just want to drop some music, you know, check in here and there. And, and and do my thing in my personal life, I, I get very, like, I can get very, like, irritable and very anxious and just, like, just worn out constantly being on social media. I'm not the biggest fan of just seeing notifications all the time and then knowing I have to respond to all the notifications. So that's just, you know, it kind of rubs me a little bit, you know, off. But um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. But I also understand, like, as an entrepreneur, as an independent, you know, just, you know, the independent artists, There's certain things I still got to do in order to uh, build. Like God, like I got under a thousand followers. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got I got a lot of work to do at the end of the day, and I can't uh, I can't bitch and complain about that. I still got to you know find ways to show up, you know, for the people, but still also find ways to to show up for myself. So yeah, it's kind of yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a really strong a strong look and a strong position to have on it is to be aware of these things and aware of the limitations, but also, you know, you're looking to grow as an artist and you're looking to, you know, come into yourself and let more people in on all these Easter eggs that you've dropped. And, um,
2: and I want to, you know, like for a long time, I've been really, I guess kind of timid or not really understanding of like the gift I got. And I think I'm, I'm a lot more confident now. So like knowing like what I do, like what I can do, you know, who I can be, what I can become, you know, and, and I, and I, and I want to share that with people. I want other people to have the opportunity to bear witness and see like, oh, yo, like, oh, this guy can do this. Oh, like, what can I do in my own personal world? Like, there's a really big benefit to sharing your sauce and letting other people get a get a look at it. It doesn't necessarily always have to be like an anxiety and do something for me. I think sometimes just. I don't want to have to do it all of the time, but, you know, just seeing the way some things can be delivered nowadays, it seems like it's never turned off. And I'm like, ah, uh, how do I contribute to a world where like y- you can never go to sleep? Like, I don't know. I guess I'm 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 gonna be figuring that out in real time with with, with all of us. But um, yeah,
0: yeah, and I, I think you know we're gonna be here along for the ride. And I just want to say you know thank you so much for joining us today, um, talking basketball, you know a little bit of Toronto rap history, and breaking down like. You know how you arrived, and it was really, really good to finally chat with you. Is there anything? Thank you guys for. Is there anything our listeners yeah, for out, man. can look forward to coming? Do you have any features dropping
2: soon, or any singles that we should be looking um, out for? I we I haven't we we haven't put the stakes in the ground yet as like what exact single is going to be rolling out. Um, I will say. Keep six for Peach to Keep six for Peach to Rock. Um, I'm excited for whenever we do choose to, to roll that one out. Um, that's me, you know, exploring my R&B side. I'm a big fan of the R&B side, but um, yeah, like just getting people a, a, a bigger introduction to, to that side of me. Um, CBC apparently said that I have a project on the way called Scarborough, so um, be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. I, I I got a joint. I I don't even, I don't, then again, I wasn't given like a cease and desist. Like, I I don't know like what exactly I could say. I got a, I got two features, you know, coming out. I don't know if I can say, I don't, I don't know if I could say so maybe. If it's a feature. Do you know if I, I can say I it? I think you can say it. Yeah. You can I can say, it, say no Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I got, I got a feature on a, uh, on Terrell morse's joint. Um, I'm, I'm excited about, I'm, I'm not excited about that. I'm not excited about that um and i got another feature on another artist joint i don't know if i can say that so i I won't say that but um yeah i got i got i got a couple features coming to you know hopefully keep the streets warm <laughs> but uh aside from that i i definitely there's a lot of sauce coming from my end we just building out the plan and and, and getting shit you know under un, under wraps so we can uh, get it out to you, to you guys and, and all the people, man. I'm excited to get that So going.
0: where can people find you online in these internet streets?
2: And uh, you can find me at Clear tamir. Uh Clear, like you're clearing your browsing history because you're a dirty center. <laughs> of a Um Just clear on uh, Clear tamir. Um Pretty much everywhere, you can find me at Clear Tamir. You know, SoundCloud, Clear Tamir. Uh, tamir, T-A-M-I-R. Um, SoundCloud, uh, I think you can just search Tamara on all your streaming platforms. You should be able to find my project, debut project. Don't let your fear kill you there. Um, and yeah, Claire Tamara on Instagram, wherever, where, yeah, any, anywhere you, you you do your social stuff, you can find me, Claire Tamara there, and Tamara uh, on your streaming services.
0: Again, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Rocking, man. Thank you guys for sharing the stage, man. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks for coming, man. Thanks everyone for listening, and we look forward to talking with you again soon.